Welcome to Planet Z's Parenting ABCs. This is a podcast about learning how to parent day by day. It is a window into part of my journey with my children through parenting with a social justice twist. My name is Pat Harewood. I live and work in Ottawa as a labor lawyer. And recently, I also became a mom of twins. Planet Z's Parenting ABCs. Come join me on this journey. For Planet Z's Parenting ABCs, this is Pat Harewood. Episode 17, The Beauty Myth. No one told me that the black girl's quest for long hair would begin at four years old. I'm not kidding. My daughter walks around the house with towels on her head. If she can find a blanket that will look like long hair, she'll wear it. She digs into her closet and finds pajama tops, dresses, and pantyhose that can serve as a substitute for her kinky hair. I feel somewhat at a loss. I mean, I went through it. I used to relish going into the bath and coming out with a towel on my head that I would parade around the house until my mom would tell me, quite sternly, to take it off. I always tell my daughter that she is beautiful. Positive affirmations come in the form of cornrows from Grandma, Sunday braids from me, telling her she's beautiful, always, that her hair is beautiful, that her stick-up, kink-up, pull-out hair is the bomb. She doesn't believe me. I'm hoping this will change. I borrowed Althea Prince's sociological study on black women's hair just to remind myself of what I was up against. I remembered Chimamanda Ngozi Adichie's comments in her feminist manifesto about the hours and hours and hours her mother spent doing her hair, how she wishes she could have just spent that time doing something fun, like running around. I watch my friend's teenage daughters as they experiment with braids and more braids and extensions and more extensions. This is not a judgment, but the white beauty myth is real. My daughter is in a classroom surrounded by white girls with long, brown or brown hair. Very few of them have short hair. Nobody really has black, curly, curly hair. And most, if not all, of the images around her at school or even in society in the form of dolls, figurines, lunch bags, books, celebrate and promote whiteness in our imagination. Enter Frozen, Snow White, Cinderella, Mary Poppins. And there Zindua is. What to do? Toni Morrison is a favorite of mine, and Piccola Breedlove, the protagonist of The Bluest Eye, literally lives in my psyche. I remember how she hated herself because she was a black girl, and how she only played with white dolls, and she really, really wanted blue eyes. Okay. There were other issues with Pecola Breedlove in her home that made her troubled, like serious sexual abuse, poverty, and bullying at school. Still, Morrison's comments on the depth of self-hatred in Pecola Breedlove's world earned her a Nobel Prize for Literature. For me, reading Morrison and my no-nonsense black-is-beautiful parents inspires me to make a conscious effort to have many other images of beauty in my home and world. Black and brown dolls surround us, books with magnificent illustrations of black children, Lego with black or brown figurines, films with non-white characters, places and spaces to visit to see ourselves. I look at my beautiful daughter every day. As she traipses around with her off-white towel over her head, I remind her that her hair is black and curly, and bountiful, and beautiful. Then, I tell her, gently at first, to take that towel off. 
For Planet Z's Parenting ABCs, this is Pat Harewood. You've been listening to Planet Z's Parenting ABCs, a CHUO Snapcast. 